0: My pants have shrunk. Which one? All of them. Life's Inside Track with Ken and
1: Yetta Decker of the Decker team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward. Welcome to another episode of Life's Inside Track, where we share techniques, thoughts, tools, tips that we all deserve, you, I, everyone, to turn our house into home where our families thrive and we live the best life possible.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And in this segment, what we're going to consider is how can we use pain to our advantage,
0: Well, that's a good question. Mm -hmm. I think that pain quite often is a good indicator that change is needed.
1: Ooh, that something's not working.
0: Mm -hmm. And so when you're talking
1: about your pants not fitting and that they all shrunk, I'm suspecting the dry cleaner didn't shrink them all.
0: No, and I'm probably pretty sure the dryer didn't shrink them all either.
1: Exactly.
0: So they didn't get shrunk. Probably not. But they're getting harder to do up.
1: Right. And so, really, what we're going to chat about is the stories that give us an indication that something is not working well. And it's often painful. Like, was that realization not kind of painful?
0: Well, it's one of the indicators that I need to do something differently, for sure. And I know for you, uh, there was a period where you went from, you know, a zero two right on up to a size eight. Right. Was that painful?
1: Well, it was. And I kind of alleviated some of the pain by just getting bigger clothes. But eventually that became too painful because the thought of wasting money on something that I didn't even like as much as what was hanging out in my closet was too much for me. So Mm -hmm. really the pain of the wasted money in my case. Okay. And the pain of not getting to to wear what I like and having to go shopping because I don't actually like shopping became a catalyst for me to Mm. say, okay, this isn't working. So it wasn't even that my aches and pains were bothering me, my body so much. It was that the clothes didn't fit and I didn't feel as good in the clothes. And there's no, it's not about sizes. No, it's really not. It really isn't about about
0: that because of, the Pain Indicator, and really this show is about what is pain good for and what is right. it not good for.
1: Right.
0: And as a matter of fact, you, t- you said the word catalyst. I love the word catalyst because a catalyst is something that causes another reaction or supports a reaction to happen faster. Right. So you can use pain as a catalyst not just in vitality like we're talking about our mental health and our physical health right now, but all five areas of the key five areas, the star areas of your life which are your you know, your mental, your your physical, your uh, relational, your spiritual and your financial, your money. Yeah. So pain is quite often in all of those areas something that will trigger your your awareness that change must happen
1: right and it may be a whole lot more significant than clothes just not fitting and needing to go spend more money and yet that was painful for me Mm -hmm. and for you i think when it really landed for you that your physicalness because that's kind of what we'll explore the most but we could unpack it in any of those five areas right go deeper in that is it was when you couldn't move well anymore
0: yeah, absolutely, and and for me, moving from a medium to a large bothered me, and not so much because, you know, lots of people wear large or X large or whatever, it's not that, it's a large didn't really fit me because I was just tight in my medium, but a large felt sloppy, I felt like I was wearing mm-hmm. my brother's clothes,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so I really didn't enjoy the experience. Right. Plus, I had lots of mediums <laughs> in my closet. <laughs> well, right?
1: exactly. But really, when it, that was hardly enough to get you really moving, right? In the yeah. right direction. Like, for, yeah, it wasn't a big enough catalyst. But when you had a hard time walking.
0: Yeah, then, you know, and it wasn't necessarily mm. because of the weight, it was just uh, whether it be a lack of stretching or a sports, accumulated sports injuries or whatever it was. I was getting pain in my hip, shooting pain down my hip, and I decided I better do something about that. And that started a different level of health journey, getting an osteopath and getting massage and getting stretching. My trainer started stretching out my hips. And instead of letting that pain develop into you know, maybe hip surgery in five or ten years, where I need a new hip, because a lot of times people get the pain indicator that says, "Hey, I need to do something different," and they choose to go sedentary and not move it. Well, because, because it
1: hurts more to move now.
0: Well, it does, but not moving it is will create the problem of needing a hip replacement at some point, like as opposed possibly. to possibly that's what my osteopath said he said if we don't fix this you're going to need a hip replacement at Mm -hmm. some point because you have lost your flexibility your movement in that hip and now there's a nerve pinching and that's why you go to stand up and you get a shooting pain and you feel like you're going to fall down we can fix that
1: right well and when we say fix that we're not fixing that with surgery
0: no we're not fixing fixing it with taking medication to kill the pain either right we're fixing it with let's get your mobility back let's let's do some exercises some stretching some different things so that there isn't a deterioration in the bones in the future that is going to cause that need for
1: right and needlessly
0: needlessly because
1: at this point that was quite a few years ago and you're in better shape today than you were then, even though you're a significantly older man today oh. than you were then,
0: right? And oh, so, the, I love the significant part. I mean, I know, couldn't right? you just say I was older? I could have, but it, it's more <laughs> meaningful when we say significantly oh, older. Yes.
1: So, really, the point is listening to the pain, whether it is like an external pain or more importantly, listening to the pain in our body, because they tend to communicate. Mm-hmm. better yeah and it's so easy to ignore right until it can be. it's gotten out of control Yeah. so how do how do you how do i listen to those little teeny things in our body when it just isn't fit and i say fitting but when it isn't working the way it was intended mm-hmm. to work
0: well the first thing i would do is jump on our 31 life step journey and you can find it at double and that journey helps notice things that maybe aren't working well and gives you tools and techniques and tips to be able to really move your life along in a fairly rapid math- method. Like, it didn't take long to fix the problem.
1: And so how long did it take?
0: To fix my hip? Yeah. Like, two months? And the pain was gone, totally? Totally and I'm still playing soccer and hockey and working out and loving it. And so it doesn't have to be a big well
1: it is a big deal. It's a it's a little thing that makes that is a big deal.
0: Mhm. Yeah, I like to think of pain and we're going to talk in the in the next segment about um really pain gets you started but will pain keep you going? Probably not. So pain avoiding the pain. Yeah. So pain is the spark mm. to light the fire of transformation. I like that. Yeah, I did too. That's why I wrote it. So we're grateful to be partners in your journey of building wealth, wisdom, and worth. I can eat freely now <laughs> that my pain is gone. Those are the
1: clerics.
0: They're not the clerics. No, <laughs> not the
1: clerics. Because I'm hearing, I can see clearly now.
0: Yes, that's the song, but I fixed it because you know when my pain is gone, then I can eat whatever I want again.
1: Okay, so we've created for you free access to over 587 life's inside track episodes, where we share not only real estate insider tips, making wealth, and making the most of our money, but really those things that allow us to live life exponential. And Mm -hmm. the great news is you get access to them from home, from the office, and on the go. So what we're going to discover, we got discovery time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got discovery time. And what we're going to discover is that for lasting change motive matters and that the pain that got you maybe started or Mm -hmm. the pain that was the catalyst to get you moving
0: or the pain that was the spark to get you
1: moving toward transformation mm -hmm. may not be sufficient to keep you moving.
0: Yes. And I know for me, it totally was like when it came to, Mm -hmm. uh, when, Money issues, when the pain and struggle of making the payments and everything, when we would go on a spending diet and a saving spree, and then eventually... Say that
1: again, spending diet and a saving spree. Yeah. I like those. (laughs) Those are backwards to what most of us think. Yeah. And yet when we did that, that helped. And then we would
0: clear up some debt, Mm -hmm. and then... It was like the fire hose would open up again and we start spending because the pain of the debt disappeared. It's the same thing when my pants start feeling well and the scales go in the right direction. Eventually the pain's gone and then I stop eating the way that got me there. And it's like a little bit of a yo-yo. I don't know if you can relate with that, that yo-yoing. That's what happens when pain motivates. But what I found is when purpose motivates me, Now I can sustain for the long haul. Right. And for us, we got
1: clear on eventually that once we knew what our vision was, right, Mm -hmm. we could start to shift long term rather than the back and forth changing. In my Mm -hmm. case, the sizes in the closet every four or five, six years, that pattern has essentially stopped.
0: Yeah, because we got rid of all the bigger sizes. That too, and, but we could have bought them again. I know, but no, because the motive changed. Right. It didn't become about size at all anymore, no. or
1: even comfort and fit. No. It became about, for us specifically, that we believe we're going to live till we're 97 and we want to stay in huge movement and ability to function freely. And so, as far as it's dependent on us, that's mm-hmm. the motive, and we're going to do what we can.
0: Right, and it's not just live to 97. No. Because said- you're not you're not okay to just live to 97.
1: No, no, it's not about the age per se. No. It's about how we're going to live.
0: Right, and it's not even that. Okay, what is it then? It's that we're going to live together.
1: Oh, yeah, that too. For
0: 77 years. Right. Which will take us to our 97th year. And there's that kind of co, I'm not going to say codependency, there's a co- Um, accountability because you got to stick around for me if I'm sticking around to 97 you need to stick around for me because I don't want to live to 97 if you're not in my life
1: right and I appreciate that or what (laughs) kind of it was was kind kind of wasn't it yeah so (laughs) having a big because that motive moves us Mm -hmm. And if, if Lord willing that happens or beyond 97 and if it doesn't, that's okay, but we're still, and we're still going to choose to live in such a way that we're setting ourselves up for that.
0: Yeah, and your motive may be totally different. But for us, that causes us to exercise to stay healthy. That causes us to read to keep our mind healthy. That causes us mm-hmm. to eat well to keep our bodies healthy. That causes us to go for uh, physicals and go to get our body treated to different practitioners to make sure it stays healthy as much as we possibly can, to age well. Right. And yeah. as
1: I say, sage well. Sage
0: well, Yes. And that is the basic motivator: is that we, we desire to have seventy-seven years of marriage together,
1: while well, we're still able to function and move oh, freely, yeah. freely. Yeah, I think move. you wrote
0: something about skipping.
1: Oh yeah, I like to skip. So my thing not is not like
0: skip with a skipping rope. No, just well a skip I like that in your too. Step. But
1: just to skip in my step. Yeah, and so I intend to continue to have a skip of my step mm-hmm. for. I guess at this point, the next 37 plus years.
0: Yeah. And, you know, there's been different motivators. Sometimes it's to avoid surgery. So you can actually sometimes avoid different surgeries like, uh, leaking bladder leaking. You can either get surgery, get a, a, what do they call it? A sling to hold your bladder in a position, Mm -hmm. or you can do the exercises Mm -hmm. to move your bladder into that position and stop it.
1: Right. and, For me, my journey toward mobility and movement and all of that really started with that.
0: That was your pain motivator. That
1: was my pain motivator. So the pain was enough to get me started. Mm -hmm. And fortunately, I was able to paint a much bigger vision and picture for my life of my Mm long-term health while that pain was still moving me. Yeah. It was almost like the two happened simultaneously Mm -hmm. where I started to get a picture of what it could look like. Before that, I couldn't even wrap my brain around it.
0: Right. And short-term goals, like that would have been a short-term goal, right? Mm -hmm. Like stop the leaking. The problem with a short-term goal is when it's met, the behavior may stop. Just like when the pain is alleviated, the behavior may stop. But when you have a long-term goal, like – Living to ninety-seven years old and in good health, or to um, I don't know, impact the future generations like we have through life exponential. Right. That's our book that we're is at the publishers right now, getting edited. It's final edit. You know, it's very difficult for us to sit in front of the camera or in a book and say you know, do this for a great life, do that for this part of your life, do that for your part of life. If we're not living it, we're not experiencing a life exponential. So we, that's our, that's a big hairy audacious goal for Mm -hmm. us.
1: So, and what it allows you to do is we can't control genetics necessarily, but it helps the genetics stay under wraps, Yeah. right? Like you may be able to shift things by taking charge of it. So that may be the motivator. I heard
0: someone say the other day, you know, like, oh, everyone in my family's died of a heart attack before 50. And they're going, but instead of just saying, well, I might as well eat whatever I want because I'm gonna die at 50 anyways, they're no, they're eating healthy, they're exercising, they're going to the doctors for regular heart checks and and checking their, you know, their veins for for clots or for strictures or whatever. And they're gonna beat The genetics. They may. They may. They're at least
1: going to do everything in their power Mm -hmm. to beat the genetics. Yeah. Right? And so really what we're going to challenge you to do this time is to spend 20 minutes. Like this is the charge. Invest 20 minutes and write out in ink on a piece of paper, not in the computer, because it translates differently, I am told, again and again. Mm -hmm. Um, Write out what your vision is for your life that will allow you to move forward toward that, that excites you, that inspires you? Where, how can you inspire, inspire yourself with your vision motivator?
0: Yeah, excellent. And we are just privileged that we get the opportunity to grow alongside of you because we're passionate about positioning us and you for generational legacy. Your identity has changed. Even though I changed my
1: name, I'm still the same person.
0: Really, are you? I believe your identity changed.
1: Well, we're excited that we, and honored actually, that for over 30 years, we've been able to come alongside you, not only buying and selling and investing in real estate over 3,117 times, coming alongside you to build your fund, build your finances, build your faith, and even strengthen, heal, and flourish inside of your relationship. So really 30 years of building your life, your wealth, and your home. So in this Segment, we're going to explore. We're going to go on an exploration of how identity changes when motive and actions align with one another.
0: Mm. That is so cool a thought, isn't it? It is. Yeah. So we, we talked briefly in the, in the last segment about how you, you start to exercise to alleviate the pain of leaking. Embarrassment of leaking, and then moved into what was your motive to be able to skip? Skip, skip yeah. when
1: I leave clients' houses, and they often look at me kind of weird, but it's kind of like a skip in my step. It's not like yeah. skip down their driveway for the next 10 minutes, it's just mm-hmm. kind of a skip in my step because I couldn't do that before. So, although mm. it's such a little, little thing, I couldn't do that and not risk making a mess. I wasn't willing. It's not like it happened every time, but it was a risk. Mm -hmm. And so being able to
0: sit in your brain without even knowing. Yeah. just Right. Like,
1: and so my identity was connected to somebody that didn't skip. And Mm -hmm. so even though it sounds like when I said it out loud, even earlier today, I went, that's really silly. I just want to skip, but it's really just to have that freedom of movement. And when it Mm. really landed for me that my identity was changing or Mm -hmm. had changed was I was serving at a conference. Okay, yeah. And previously when I would serve somewhere like that, I would not want to do anything where I was going to have to move quickly.
0: I think you were a mic runner. I was a mic runner. Which is kind of funny because a lot of times, and I've seen other people do it. And they're a mic walker, even though they're called a mic runner.
1: Right. So at a conference and it was tight quarters and I had to kind of bound over not tall buildings. But I did have to bound over people in between chairs and between cushions because it was tight space and there really wasn't enough room for the 35 or so people that were participating as part of the speaking conference. Mm-hmm. And so I had the mic and I would gracefully, which was also a real shock to me, Mm -hmm. be able to bounce in and out or bound in and out of the different groups of people and then crouch down and then get up readily again Mm -hmm. when the next person and move, move around the room freely. And at the end of the conference, the coach called me up and she presented me to the group, which was kind of odd. Um, and just called me a gazelle. And it was like, I've been the furthest thing from that my entire life because I was just afraid to move for other reasons than what we chatted about earlier, but I was afraid to really move. I looked Mm -hmm. awkward. I was stiff I wasn't fluid. And so I just stopped doing it. Mm. And so when she said that to me, it was like, I started bawling actually because it landed how far I had come. Mm. And so with that new identity, as you Mm -hmm. share, um, I now could move freely and fluidly. And mm-hmm. therefore, the whole skipping thing became my thing.
0: Okay, so now that your identity became fluid, ease of movement, mm-hmm. what? Because that became your identity. Now, what actions lined up with that? Like, cause, so your motive was to be fluid, and so you've got some other actions that started to line up to your new identity of being somebody that's right. That.
1: Because I always, I mean, we did exercise on and off through the years, but my favorite phrase was, mostly (laughs) off, I know, me mostly off, I would say I hate exercise. Yeah. Right?
0: That was your identity. It's a person that does, dislikes exercise. Right.
1: I didn't like it. I didn't want to do it. Walking was okay. Walking was always fine because there was no risk unless I tripped then it was a mess. But if I could just walk, that was safe. But that was the only exercise Mm -hmm. that I felt confident in. Right. And so as I started to shift, I started doing new things. And now I actually, which kind of blew my mind, this was just a recent revelation. Ken bought me boxing gloves like three years ago, custom pretty pink gloves for me and blue gloves for him. Why they'd be those colors, but they just were. Anyway, and so i left them on the shelf. It was like, man, I don't do that. I don't move that fast. I don't have to move that fast. That sounds like a risk to me. But the reality is now I end my weightlifting and my different regimes I have with our trainer with 15 minutes or so. And if I have 15 minutes left, I want to get through the other stuff so I can get to the boxing. Because it's fun and it's fluid, I can kick, right? And I can make nice little snap kicks and they make nice noise. And so kickboxing as well as club boxing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's a whole shift in now I see myself, my identity as someone that moves. I'm a mover. So I don't even necessarily say I love exercise today. I really don't. So I what think I we love need to ex- is being a mover. Yeah,
0: and I think we need to clarify that. You're not like boxing in a ring trying to knock somebody out. No, no. No, the no. trainer has the pads, and you yeah. got to hit the pads, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that's good. And for, yeah, so, you know, maybe you're thinking, hmm, is there motivation? Do Is my motive mattering? Do I have my motive? What actions can I take to meet the life that I want? Then maybe you just want to join our 31 life step journey uh, at double Go on there. You can purchase it. It's an online course. You'll get videos every day for, for 31 days. And you can be part of the Facebook group. And get support and give comments on how your different life steps are doing each day, yeah. and you can take it. You you have unlimited access to it, so you can you can do one life step a week, one life step a month. We like to try and do one a day, and then re go through the course again. So a lot of fun um, for me. You know, I used to think my my identity was I played sports to stay fit or
1: to get fit
0: to get fit or stay (laughs) fit yeah and then i started getting lots of injuries you know a A little broken ankle a torn acl a torn meniscus in the knee um you know torn torn muscle all kinds of weird and well weird injuries that were caused by not being fit So then I realized, no, I need to stay fit so I can enjoy playing sports. So I changed my identity to somebody who's fit and enjoys sports.
1: Right. So what's your identity need to be? Like you get to decide this thing. I mean, the amazing thing is I don't have to say to you if you could choose, what would you choose your identity to be? Because you actually get to choose. So what do you choose the identity of your physicality to be,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Do you do you identify as a couch potato, or somebody that's active, somebody that's um, fit, fit, or somebody that's athletic? Like you get to choose and then do the set the motive and the actions. And what we believe is that out of your motive and actions comes your identity. And we're honored to be your advocates on this journey of building wealth through real estate and having a life exponential. Moving
1: forward with the Decker team, moving forward together with the Decker team.